0: Hey fam, you're listening to a podcast from every nation campus, Katipunan. We hope that this message will help us know and follow Jesus and grow in our walk
1: with Him. Let's continue to change the campus and change the world. Enjoy! Third week na ng series natin about tayo-tayo. And today we have a special treat for all of you. Uh, Yung preacher natin today, uh, she is not a guest. She is from Katipunan. Actually, uh, she graduated sa UP Diliman with a degree in BA Speech. So, uh, ano bang college yung BA Speech? She joined byan. Uh so kung may mga kal, okay, so yung mga taga-call magingay. Okay, BA Speech siya and graduate siya sa UPD ng 2018. Ayun na nabuhay na yung mga taga-UP. And then she currently right now, she's serving as supervisor for Metro Manila Scholars and Educational Partnership Officer ng Real Life Foundation. So yung kanina nung narinig yung story ni Kuya Jordan as an alumnus ng Real Life Foundation. Yung Real Life Foundation, it is a non-profit organization that helps underprivileged scholars to study, to be sent to school, and help them develop their character and leadership skills. So um, first time yung mag-preach ngayon sa youth service, uh, tinanong ko siya ano yung interesting na pwede kong ilaglag or ibanggitin. Tungkol sa kanya, uh, sabi niya dito, uh, hindi pa siya BTS fan, hindi pa siya ARMY, and ano pa ba? Uh, Nako, nawala yung notes ko. But we'll hear from her preaching of the Word of God. So without further ado, tawagin na natin. Ayong crash, na hindi niya binanggit ya, sayang eh, hindi niya nailagay dito. PM na lang daw, PM na lang daw regarding her crash So, yeah ready lang natin yung mga hearts natin and uh, listen from this mighty woman of God, Hannah Rezuelo. Hi, Hannah!
0: Woo! So, nandito pala ako para mag-share kung sino yung crush ko. Yun yes. ba yun? Pero, hindi kala ko babanggitin mo kung ano yung hobby ko eh. Ano nga ulit
1: yung hobby mo? Naka, nakanimutan ko eh. Yung nahanap ko
0: eh. <laughs> Nako, malalaglag ako eh. Yung mga... Alam ni Nika, nina ate Gio, Kuya Ferdy, ang hubby ko nung studyante ako sa UT, naghahanap ako ng ano, naghahanap tsaka nag-testing ako ng mga banyo <laughs> sa mga building. So I would know kung saan yung mga okay na banyo, tsaka yung mga wag mo na lang puntahan na banyo. But I heard, syempre iban yung ano yung pre-pandemic time, parang ang dami na atang na renovate na building ngayon. So excited naman ako for you to go back on campus kasi bah- malay nyo kayo din, ma-enjoy nyo din, maging hobby nyo din yung hobby ko. Mag-banyo. <laughs> Medyo nakahiya, no? Yung iba karamihan sa inyo first time akong mami tapos ganito yung pinag-uusapan natin. Pero thank you, kuya Ferdy, for um introducing me, at L, and everyone else na Campus Missionaries. Thank you for inviting me to... Uh, visit. My, my home naman, uh, Every Nation Campus, Katipunan. Sana lang hindi nyo ako na-judge dun sa hobby ko. Sana ano, uh, pwedeng mag-reset. Pero <laughs> dapat pala hindi ko na binanggit yon Pero kasi na-appreciate ko lang talaga na kapag uh, at the time that I need it, eh, bilang provision naman yung pinag-uusapan, nagpo-provide talaga si God ng banyo for me. <laughs> Saktong-sakto sa topic natin today, diba? With his best timing, he leads us to be in the right places, <laughs> provides all that we need. Anyway, sige na, sorry, hindi nga pala. Yung service palatong nap- uh, As kuya ferdi mentioned, we're on our third week of the series. Tayo tayo, we've been looking into God's work of rebuilding and restoration through Nehemiah. And I know, the banong, chapter one, we've seen how. Nehemiah, we discussed today. We we'll look into his life. He really was grieving. He was immersing himself in prayer, communing with God, crying out to God. And four months later, in chapter two, we see him taking action. We see how he responds to the situation. And Siguru tayo. Then hopefully, no, every one of us. Then as we receive the word over the past weeks, Then we were beginning to. Pray and believe God uh, for something. Maybe believe again. Maybe revisiting ano ba yung mga um, the God reminds ni And I know a lot of us, we've seen so so many things in our lives. And maybe even in our nation, we've seen how things would crumble down. But now, we're in faith for rebuilding, for restoration. It, maybe in your family, in your friendships, in your akads. Oh, diba? Maybe in your victory group in this nation. So, we've learned in the past weeks Now we need to pray, we need to listen as we look forward to better days and better circumstances. So, excited na tayo, narinig na natin na okay, ito pala yung ni God for us. We wanna claim that. We wanna claim those promises. Pero ang tanong ko lang naman ay, ngayon ba, nasan tayo? Ngayon ba, nasan ka? Where has God placed you today? What has He given you today? And what can we do with the things na binibigay niya sa atin ngayon? So as we look into the life of Nehemiah and how God used him then, eto na, malalaman natin ano ba yung mga situations where God placed him in. In the last few words ng Nehemiah, chapter 1, it says there, sabi ni Nehemiah, Now I was cupbearer to the king ayon daw sinihemaya sa ang tanong sa ang sagot sa tanong kung nasaan sinihemaya at the time he was serving as cupbearer to the king so cupbearer hindi ko sure kung nandulot yung k drama pero yun yung kinahiligan ko lately mga pang mga historical k drama may mga cupbearer yung mga king part ng role ng cupbearer is to make sure na yung ininom ng king wala yung lason in in some cases kailangan siya yung uh, muna or muna bago niya ipa, ibigay sa king. Ibig sabihin, a cupbearer is someone who is trustworthy. Someone who can be trusted by the king. Someone close to the king. In close proximity, andyan siya para niya And so that, very strategically, that's where Nehemiah was. And that's what he was doing at the time. That's where God has placed him. So just before we pray, no, I'll Read through a few verses. This is from Nehemiah uh, chapter 2, verses 1 to 8. It's, I'll read through it. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Ar- Artaxerxes, when wine was before him, ayan na, dahil cupbearer na I took up the wine and gave it to the king. Now I had not been sad in his presence. And the king said to me, Why is your face sad, seeing that you are not sick? This is nothing but sadness of the heart. Then I was very much afraid. I said to the king, let the king live forever. Why should not my face be sad when the city, the place of my father's graves, lies in ruins? And its gates have been destroyed by fire. And the king said to me, what are you requesting? So I prayed to the God of heaven. And I said to the king, if it pleases the king, and if your servant has found favor in your sight, that you send me to Judah to the city of my father's graves that I may rebuild it. And the king said to me, the the queen sitting beside him, how long will you be gone and when will you return? So it pleased the king to send me when I had given him a time. And I said to the king, if it pleases the king, let letters be given me to the governors of the province beyond the river that they may let me pass through until I come to Judah. And a letter to Asaph, the keeper of the king's forest, that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the fortress of the temple and for the wall of the city and for the house that I shall occupy. And the king granted me what I asked for the good hand of my God was upon me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, God, because through your word, you reveal yourself to us, reveal your character, and remind us, God, that you are faithful that you go ahead of us. And so today, as we dig deeper into your word, I pray that you would prepare our hearts, allow us to perceive and receive um, your word and your provision tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There. Um, the last few words that we read, no? And in, in verse 8, says, the good hand of my God was upon me. The good hand of my God was upon me. And that's providence, no? That's Providence has been defined as ito, timely preparation for future events. It, it's, it would take someone to know and to look ahead para malaman niya kung anong kakailanganin. Parang, lately may ano ko, nagkaroon ako ng pamangkin for a, my first pamangkin ever. So, I am officially a hashtag Pita Hana. <laughs> Tapos, kapag nag-aalaga ng bata, parang kailangan, alam ko lagi, I think, ahead. Parang kailangan alam ko kung anong magiging needs niya. Alam ko kung kung ano yung makakabuti, ano yung hindi makakabuti, ano yung kailangan niya, ano, kaila- ano hindi niya kailangan, ano yung kailan ko i-pull away, anong yung kailan ko ibigay. Um, yun yung natututunan ko. And that's really how, as a mom, din naman. Pero as a father naman si Lord to us, ganon din naman siya. Uh, he provides. And, you know, providence is also an expression of God's protective care for us. Because God cares for you. God sees ahead of you. And, Providence is this good hand of God upon you. So, you know, in the past weeks, we've been talking about praying and participating. And that's what Nehemiah did. Nehemiah prayed. Nehemiah participated. But it was God who provided for him. Ayun lang, no? Sometimes we ha- we tend to have medyo uh, limited idea siguro or kung ano man yung naiisip natin when we think of the word provision or providence. Minsan nagbabaryan sa Ano bang klase ng provision? Ano Minsan ba naiisip lang natin agad, material provision ng financial provision ng ba siya? Or maybe, ang naiisip ba natin when we think about provision and breakthrough ay yung worth ng provision na yon. Value ng provision na yon. Parang is this something na sa ba to? Parang Lord, baka naman masyadong maliit yung what I have now, magagamit mo ba talaga to? Parang itong, itong hawak ko, ito yung nakikita ko ngayon, is this really significant enough? Maybe we would have questions about that. So, in the kind of provision, in the worth of the provision, or maybe we would have thoughts on instruments for provision. Ano ba yung mga pwedeng gamitin ni God para mag-provide for me? Baka ang naiisip lang natin, ah, Noon, ano, ginamit ni Lord yung ate ko para mag-provide. So, siguro kagamit niya ulit yung ate ulit para mag-provide. Or baka ginamit niya yung namin para mag-provide. Sige, yun na lang lage Or God move a certain way before. bakayon lang din yung gagawin niya ngayon. So, or kung ano lang yung within sight sa atin. Yun yung nakikita natin na pwedeng uh, instrument ni God for provision. But, do we get to a point na, na babaks na pala natin si God and his power to provide with the limited things that we can comprehend diba magkakaiba kasi ng ideas of provision and our perspective perspective is limited but with the word that we read today we could see what God's providence could look like so at the time in the time of the Himaya, what what did God's providence look like first is God's providence through position. And when I say position, hindi naman siya title, ano? placement, po- position or placement. Kung nasan ka, hindi necessarily a title. So, kunwari, si Nehemiah, his proximity to the king and to the queen, that's rare. hindi bi- 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 rayun. And that was critical for him, to have a conversation with the king. To lay out his plans, to be able to receive favor, very crucial um, where God has placed him at the time. And so you see, God's provision could come through your through where you are today. God could use your being a student um, to provide. God could use your being, ano ba? Pagiging anak sa magulang mo, that, that could be a blessing. Pagiging kapatid, pagiging kaibigan, pagiging ord o baka officer or project head ka ba? Pagiging neighbor to someone. Sa, Sana hindi marites na neighbor. Sana nakaka-bless naman na neighbor to accomplish God's purposes. Because that in itself, that in itself is a picture of God's provision. You being right where you are. So, nasan ka ba ngayon? Where has God placed you today? Because what He allows you to see right where you are, what He allows you to hear, what He allows you to feel, what He allows you to say, to get to influence, right where you are. Hindi yun accident. And Nehemiah, at the time, he responded to God's provision of possession, God's provision of His placement. He responded with faithfulness and humility. Hindi niya uh, ipinagmayabang. He did not flaunt his position na ay. Ako, cupbearer ako. I I am close to the king. Hindi. He was faithful in it. Because if he wasn't, eh hindi siya nagtagal in that position. He would have had maybe a bad name with the king. He would not have been trusted by the king or hindi siya pinagkatiwalaan ng mga kasama niya. Baka hindi siya favorable before the king kung hindi din siya naging faithful in the day-to-day. Before, in the days leading up to this moment. And Nehemiah also showed humility. He responded with humility by honoring authority. The king, acknowledging na, okay, ito yung, ito yung dito, kailangan magpaalam. o oh, sige, magpapaalam ako. But another way that he showed humility is by seeking God diligently. He recognized he trusted God's sovereignty. Kasi alam niya na si God, higher sha, greater sha than anyone, greater even than the king, than anything. So ito si Nehemiah, hindi niya magagawa yung mga nagawa niya din. If God did not place him there, if and if he did not respond faithfully. So siguro sa atin, ano, ano bang itsura ng faithfulness? Faithfulness in your akads. faithfulness sa paggawa mo ng part mo sa group work, faithfulness sa pag-serve mo sa family mo, faithfulness sa pakikinig mo sa kaibigan mo na kailangan ng kausap o kailangan ng encouragement. Being faithful right where you are. Right where God placed you. And another way that God um, shows us his providence is through the resources. Nakita natin yan kay Nehemiah, no? How, how God pulled in the resources and brought him, brought those things to Nehemiah. Uh, in verse 8, we would see na, na nabanggit doon, the, The king granted me what I asked. Ano ba yung mga hiningi ni Nehemiah? Humingi siya ng mga letter of endorsement, ganyan. Humingi siya ng letters para mapadaan siya. Humingi siya ng letter para um, makakuha siya ng timber, ng materials. Kung meron mga CD dito, baka you would know kung ano pang ibang materials na kailangan to build a wall for for Nehemiah to do what God is calling him to do for rebuilding. But the thing is, hindi lang ginamit ni God yung position ni Nehemiah to carry out his purposes. He also paved the way for Nehemiah to receive the materials needed for the baby. Um And Nehemiah responded to God's material provisions with good stewardship. Ibig sabihin, hindi niya inabuse, hindi niya kinord, or hindi niya ginamit lang for his own agenda because right from the start he knew the purpose of God's provisions and that is to bless others that is to rebuild their walls that is to rebuild their nation because stewardship that's using the resources from God for the purpose intended by him by the purpose intended by the one who who provided um uh, as Kuya Freddy mentioned, kanina no, I I have been serving with Real Life, Real Life Foundation. Uh, it, it's a scholarship foundation. We exist to wow, <laughs> nga, natin yung, uh, mission statement. <laughs> we exist to honor God by uh, empowering underprivileged students in the Philippines through educational assistance, character formation, and leadership development. And Now, that's our team. O, ba? Happy 15th anniversary, Nana. Real life. Hooray. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. And part of I, what I get to do. Oo, syempre, kabisad. Nakaukit sa puso. Sure. Um, part of what I get to do at Real Life is to interview applicants for the scholarship. Yung kinekwento kanina, um, Kuya Jordan. And, and on the photo that you see on your screen, that's Ron- Ronel. Ngayon, third year college na siya. Pero nung nag-apply siya sa scholarship, grade 12 pa lang siya. And before he became a scholar, ang dami niyang mga racket, dami niyang side hustle, dami niyang kailangan gawin kasi he had to sustain yung family nila tsaka pagbayad for his own education kasi panganay siya of seven kids. Pito sila magkakapatid, panganay siya, wala na siyang tatay. Yung mama niya, parang mas madalas pa na makasama yung boyfriend ng mama niya kaysa sa kanilang mga anak. So, the only way that Ronel knew he could help his family was really to strive to get into different kinds of work. In short, everything by his own effort. Kasi yun na yung nakita niya na, ah, ganito, na, ganito ko naitawid before, baka ganito na lang lagi, baka ganito na lang forever. Medj, he started to settle in that, accepting na, ah, baka ganito na lang talaga kami. Until one time, si Ronel, tinawag lang ng kaibigan niya, <laughs> Uy, hindi ko kayo niloloko, pero yung pangalan ng kaibigan niya ay Romel. <laughs> so, si Ronel, si Romel, o game na, kikwento na ako. Hindi naman ako masyadong mamariteste. Kikwento lang ako na si Romel, pasama siya. O, oh, Ronel, saman mo naman ako. Submit tayong scholarship application ko. Pumunta sila dun sa center, pero nakita nung isang real-life staff na si Ronel nga, nakaupo dun sa gilid, kasi sinamahan niya na lang yung kaibigan niya. Pinuntahan siya, and he was encouraged to also apply for the scholarship. So si Ronel, it wasn't his intention naman to to apply. Nandun lang siya. Nagkataon na andun siya. Uh, but that day, that decision, yung may nagreach reach out sa kanya, sumama siya, it led him to where he is now. As a real-life scholar, just a few semesters away from graduating. Laptop siya graduate. And just two things I want to highlight here, no? Number first is that God can answer prayers through unexpected means. Kasi si Ronel, he, he probably never thought, no, na God would bring him to such a place. Kasi nga, parang natanggap na niya na ganun na lang talaga sila forever. But he, God brought him to the right place. At the right time, he encountered the right person. And something like this, only God could orchestrate that. And God is orchestrating your life too. Ang tanong lang E eh, bukas ba yung mga mata natin to see that God is, what God is providing to us today? Or baka parang parang antok-antok pa tayo na, ano Lord, andyan na mga ba yung provision? Hindi mo na nakatch kasi hindi, hindi ka awake, hindi ka actively seeking what God is doing in your midst. But see, God can answer prayers through unexpected means. Another thing is, that we shouldn't belittle something that God could maximize. Yung testimony ni Ronel, grabe, I, I praise God for that. Pero alam mo, nung time na yon, parang grabe din yung pag-comment ko kay Romel, I I thank God for Romel too. Hindi niya alam nung time na yon, pero ginagamit din siya ni God eh. He was being used by God to be a blessing. And all he did was extend an invitation. It doesn't sound impactful at first. But now we see how life-changing that was for Ronel and his family. Si Ronel first first child in their whole family to graduate from college. Nanay, magulang niya, mga kapatid ng magulang, hindi na kagraduate, he will be the first. At And his friend Romel, who did not know it, wala naman siyang kamalay-malay na yung isasama niya, magiging scholar. Romel also made a great impact right there where he was, as a student, as a friend to Ronel. You see, nothing is too small or too big for God. Uh, earlier in, in the, mga 2020, during the pandemic, of course, as a scholarship foundation, maraming marami talagang mga estudyante na ano. And with the transition na, okay, online na yung mga classes, we you know that the needs of the students have also changed. And... Even the health concerns then arise. And even before the pandemic, we've really been praying at real life that we can support in some way for the health of the students. Because of course, if it the health, it's hard to do with school. But as a scholarship foundation, we can't afford health. But in 2020, one of the partners reached out to us to say, Ilan scholar nyo sigibigyan natin silang lahat health insurance. So right now, more than a thousand all of the more than thousand scholars of real life have healthcare insurance. Aside from that, devices, laptops, tablets, Wi-Fi units were provided for the scholars during the pandemic. Up until now, habang wa face-to-face classes, devices continually be uh, continually are being lent to the scholars. See, all of these provisions, God brought them in during an unlikely time. From unlikely people, who would have thought someone would reach out to us and say, kailangan nyo ng healthcare ano, insurance, bibigyan ko kayo isang libo, sige, okay lang. Parang Lord, paano? <laughs> paano mangyayari yun? Only God can, can do that. But you see, as we participate in God's work, He will provide. He can provide through people we know. He can even provide through people we don't know yet. That's just how God's providence works. And He always goes ahead of us. He exceeds our expectations. He provides through people. And some most of the time, even through people na feeling natin out of reach. hindi lang, Kasi hindi lang ginagamit ni God yung mga tao na devoted to Him. He could also use people like the King na wala namang personal relationship with Him yet. But or maybe someone uh, who has wronged you in the past, you, you're not expecting na to na gagamitin siya ni God to help out. Pero kaya ni God yun. God allowed Nehemiah to use the resources and the influences of maybe someone he could call an enemy to rebuild God's kingdom. God can use the people he has surrounded you with what he has done for Nehemiah before he could also do for you today. And we've seen this, parang um, with the partnerships of real life now, with, with Dep Ed and with Keson City Science High School, I'm not sure if anyone here goes to Kisai. Recently, doors opened for partnerships with them. And I, sana I would have the time to share with you, pero grabe lang how God opens doors. Like, every month talaga surprise ako, na, ha Lord, paan, paano nangyari yun? This DepEd thing happened dahil yung uh, driver ng van na nirent ng real life. Meron siyang anak na girlfriend ng staff sa end Nasundan niyo ba? <laughs> Nasundan niyo ba yung kwento ko? Ang hirap sundan, no? Kasi sobrang unlikely. Parang, ha? Huh? Driver na nirent. My anak my na my girlfriend na staff ng DepEd. Tapos na-connect kami kayo Kumali. <laughs> and this, this partnership opened doors for real life to reach more students in more locations uh, to, and more students to receive scholarships. But more than that, for more students to be led to the ultimate provider. To be led to the source of it all. The same provider and the same source that Nehemiah had. That's where God is leading them. That's God himself. So God can use the people you may have never expected to be on your side. Because that's how his providence and his intervention works. But we would have to show up. We would have to show up in order to receive it. We would have to perceive it in order to receive it. And nakita natin na okay, si Nehemiah, he really faithfully took, took action. He was blessed by God through the people around him. And he had a lot of answered prayers. But, but Nehemiah himself, siya mismo, was also an answered prayer to an entire nation. So you see, God's providence could come through you. You may not have known it then. Hindi alam ni Nehemiah. Baka hindi niya naman intention na mag siya. Oh, wow, heroic ka, Nehemiah. All he wanted to do was to respond to God's call. To be faithful in what, what God has allowed him to, to grieve about with patience, with wisdom, with faith. God's providence, providence could come through you. So as how he did, as with Nehemiah, ang question ko lang ay, tayo ba? Are we praying for God's providence to just come to us? Tayo lang ba? Or to come through, through us? For us to be uh, used by God. And last um, few points, no? God's providence could also come in community. In verses 17 to 18 of chapter 2, um, he said, "Let us Come, let us build. I said to them, you see the trouble we are in now? How Jerusalem lies in ruins with its gates burned. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer suffer derision. And in the next verse, so yan, si Nehemiah nagsabi. In verse 18 naman, And I told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good. Nehemiah testified, This is how God provided for me. He shared that to the others. And also the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, Sige, let's go. Let us rise up and build. Verse 17, si Nehemiah yung nag-invite. Verse 18, Sige, game. Gawin natin to. sa Tagalogin natin yung let us rise up and build. Tayo, tayo. Yun yun. English translation ng series na ito, let us rise up and build. Nehemiah understood the value of community. He understood that when God calls us to something, we're never meant to do it alone. We're never meant to go through it alone. Uh, the entire chapter 3 of Nehemiah talks about ito. Next to him, some ganito build. Next to him, this other person build. Next to him, we can respond to God's provision through people by taking action together. So who are you building with? Who are you building with? And ako as a student nung with Every Nation Campus Katipunan before, I'm really grateful that God allowed me to journey with people. Um, when I was in second year college, I had a random, super random conversation with Hindi ko alam, Ate L, if you would remember this, but it was you. I was walking with you from Regis Center to Macdo. Uh, may beauty queen question si Ate la. Ang tanong niya, ano daw yung pangarap ko sa buhay? What is my dream now? That really made me think hard, no? I remember her saying, your dream is not big enough if it's something that you can do on your own. Is what I remember. That's what she said. And parang ako, okay, Lord, my dream is really to be used by you in any way just to contribute to help people get out of poverty. I was second year college then when we had that conversation. That's also when I started praying for real life. Not for a position at real life. Not for a job at real life. Just praying for the scholars and whoever is serving there. I don't know know. But that's when I started praying for real life. Third year college when I started giving to real life. And after graduation on the day I went home to my province I met the executive director of Real Life not even 12 hours from the time I arrived yun ang nagbusit tapos na nandito na ako <laughs> see we're not meant to build alone we're not meant to build alone we build together and my favorite pro- provision of god is god himself god's providence god provides through His presence. Um, one thing that God always makes clear to me talaga, up until today, <laughs> um, is the fact that what we get to do, especially at real life, no? and the help that we get to extend, that's only His instrument. yare real life, that's not the savior of the scholars. Hindi naman so kayo isolve lahat ng problema ng mga tao o i-rescue sila all the time. And you know what? You also can do the same for your family, for your friends, for your org, for your campus, for the ministry, for yourself. When God uses you as an instrument for his providence, you come to serve. You come as a servant, not, not to be the savior. Because only God can do that. But the thing is, God, God's providence is God Himself, the Father who cares for you the Holy Spirit who guides you, Jesus who died on the cross and resurrected for your, for your salvation, that's, that's the greatest provision we could ever receive. And to be honest, that's all we ever need, talaga. And so, as I, I wrap this up, no, I hope whatever we're believing God for, I hope it would be Faithful and humble, where God has has placed us. Now we would be able to perceive, Lord, what are the things that you are allowing me to do, and to store that well for the purposes of God, and to to build with others and to build with God. So, um, I hope I could. Pray with you, if I could pray for you long before before we close, that's okay. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you, God, for the privilege to hear from you. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege to be called by you to build together. I pray, God, that you would keep our eyes open, that you would help us perceive understand, to see, Lord, saan mo ba kami dinala? Ano ba yung mga nilalagay mo right in front of us? Open our eyes to see that and receive your provision today. And I pray, God, that we would all be faithful in doing what needs to be done today. We're excited for what is up ahead of us, but Lord, I pray that every single day, remind kami ano ba yung plano mo and we will be faithful in the now. As we look forward to what you have in store for us, I pray that we would be able to steward uh, your provisions well. And even right now, Lord, I I ask for your forgiveness for any of us here. If there's any one of us here, whoever maybe limited you, doubted you, thinking na, I masyadong malaki diyan di kaya ni Lord. Lord, we, we repent. Forever doubting you and thinking that you cannot do it because we know that you can. Your word says you can. You have proven that you are faithful. You see things through. And Lord, for some of us today, na remind you na we have been taking false burdens. Pala. Na we've been striving and making every effort thinking that we are the ones who could make things happen. We are the ones who could save things. We are the ones who could build on our own, Lord. For any one of us who ever thought that, we are, we ask for your forgiveness. I pray that you would, you would recalibrate our hearts, realign us to your truth. Your truth that says that you are the one who is in control. Your truth that says that you are the one who saves, that you are the one who redeems, you are the one um, who rebuilds with us. And we just thank you, God, because... You give us the privilege to do this with you, to to rebuild with you. We look to you as our ultimate provider. We look to you as our Father. We look to you as our Savior. And we receive your blessings today. I pray that you would continue to minister to each one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. You just listened to a podcast from Every Nation Campus Katipunan. For more details, you can find us on facebook.com, twitter.com, and instagram.com slash encampuskatip. Or just simply search in these websites, Every
1: Nation Campus Katipunan. We hope to see you there. Take care and God bless.